This is, this is the In The Black Podcast. In The Black, bro. Hands down, one of the best podcasts I ever heard, though. I like y'all. what up? We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, man, I know we ain't been here for a minute. Yeah. I know y'all been in my inbox begging. Where y'all at? We missed y'all. Uh, yeah, the we group back, is blowing up, asking us we where back. we at, what's going on. Listen, man, um, so I'm going to give you my cash app right now since y'all miss me so much. <laughs> uh, dollar sign, Elgin Daly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Big bills, please. <laughs> hey, man, welcome to another episode, man, of the In the Black podcast, man. Yes. We have missed you guys tremendously. Yeah. Yes, we have. We've just been taking care of life, man, life yeah. and dodging the Rona. You know how it is. The Rona has <laughs> been real. chasing folks down and yeah. catching them. Yeah. So we just it's still the first wave. This is still the first wave. That's what's crazy. First wave. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know if it's the first wave. We on the first. <laughs> <laughs> the wave ain't even getting here yet. <laughs> listen, man. You know it's your boy Elgin Bailey, man. Here on the In the Block podcast, man. Uh, before we get into all the housekeeping stuff right now, I really want to say what's up to my man Crush because I haven't seen Crush in a minute. Crush has been, I tell you, man, Crush has dropped more albums this year, bro, than E40. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, man. Listen, oh, Crush, has dropped, Crush, how many albums you have dropped this year? Um, so it's been about like uh, in total four. Um, you didn't drop four albums yeah, this year, yeah. bro. Um, um, you know, I figure, you know, why wait? And uh, the response has been good to the instrumental albums. And um, I'm just going to keep it going. You know, I've got some friends that we've connected with. And we're hoping that, you know, some things can happen through this pandemic that may uh, they, they, they may benefit us all. We'll see. Mm, nice. nice. And we want to send a big shout out to our Extra yes. dark skin brother Sean, who is yes. not here with us totally tonight, missed. man. Let's totally oh, man. He yep. is. I'm, totally I'm outnumbered. <laughs> it's like 1925 all over again. <laughs> when your Lord and Savior was Albie Shore. Hey, well, man. Man. Oh man. Oh man. If you don't know, you are tuned into the In the Black Podcast, man. Yes. You can find us at our website, intheblackpodcast.com, where you can become a member of the In the Black Podcast family. You know how we do it? Right hand corner, man. Click to become a member of the family. You can send any sort of donation that you like. You can send EBT, ABC, uh, <laughs> CNN, you know, QVC, whatever you got, you go ahead and send Telegraphy. it. And by the way, I wanted to let you guys know that his OnlyFans account has been shut down. Uh, so <laughs> I know y'all was looking for him, so he is not going to be there. He ran out of baby oil, so he said, hey, he's going to chill no, for no, 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 I, no, I, heard, I heard it was a bonnet shortage. Bonnet shortage. That's what it is right there. Bonnet shortage. But listen, man, we got a special guest for yes, y'all tonight, indeed. bro. Listen, 
We are, uh, I've been trying to get this brother on for so long, bro. He has been dodging this joint for a minute. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I got shit. this brother, man. And I'm not even going to do this. See, this is one of them, them guests, man, where, you know, you don't want to even do the introduction for them because they're so unique and special. You want them to <laughs> introduce themselves. But this brother needs no introduction. He, <laughs> he needs zero introduction. And guess what? He's not getting one. He's <laughs> what are you doing? Oh all right, well, we got my man, Rashad Grove. Rashad, you, you do all the work, man. Tell us who you are, man. I oh. don't said your name. What you do, what you don't do, oh, man. And then we just gonna get with the shits. Please. Well, man, I I am Rashad Grove. I'm being harassed on this podcast already. <laughs> I, I'm honored. Well, I'm a uh, I am a pastor, First Baptist Church of Wayne, in the suburbs of Pennsylvania, out there on the main line. And I'm a writer, cultural critic, talk a lot of trash, all around good dude. <laughs> With, that's the, 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 the last couple of things. On that last one, it depends who you talk to. It depends who you talk to. But what we're not going to do is we're not going to let you downplay some of your accomplishments, man. Uh, especially, particularly the, the writing component, man. Oh. Please share with the listeners, man, some of your writing, man, where you've written that. Oh. Uh, because one of the things I enjoy about you is, and you know, I'm a no cap kind of dude is the fact that you are such a phenomenal writer. So where have some of your pieces been? Well, it's very kind. I wrote for uh, BET. I was doing TV and film, a Billboard, MTV, OK Player, You Discover Music, History Channel, Philadelphia Inquirer. This is just a few off the top. High Snobiety, uh, covering music, film, politics, religion, all kinds of stuff. But my wheelhouse is uh, and sports as well, sports, music, and uh, and TV and film. Good, good. And we're going to get a chance to touch in all that, man. When we yeah. do our looking for our rapid fire, bro, hot, <laughs> hot seat segment already, where we <laughs> we throw out a subject and Indeed. the first thing that pops to your mind, you shit it out, bro. So I can't, we can man. I, can't I got my Birdman hands, <laughs> bro. Listen, ah. I'm ready. I didn't set it up already. I can't wait. What happened to that boy? But I would let, let's go ahead and dig in, man, with the topics for this week. I don't think there's a bigger story mm. than the one we're about to discuss right here. I think this story has shattered the timeline sure. very much reminiscent like when 44 got into office yeah this has had that sort of impact the ramifications the outrage even sure. uh yeah. has yeah. shattered the timeline i the, think everybody the, knows the emotions about man the emotions, the emotions, all, over emotions the place. are all over the place bananas and the announcement just came yes the, the, the announcement hasn't even been 48 what? hours it hasn't been 12 hours and newsweek is already on the bullshit Already, and we're already we're on the bullshit. None other than Vice President, Presidential nominee Kay Harris, mm -hmm. who is Joe Biden's wingman, for lack of a better term. <laughs> yes. 
for all the black women listening, I, I know I said, man, I, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they understand, <laughs> yo. I think they understand. <laughs> I think they understand. They're, 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 very, they're too excited not to understand. <laughs> and they know you. They listened to the show before, so they know. I they know, they know you now, man. They know you by now, man. <laughs> but, Sister Harris, man, uh, <laughs> let's dig in. Let's start off with reactions. Mm. What was your initial reaction when you heard the news? Let's start with our special guest. What did you think, man, when you heard the news? Well, I was, I wasn't, um, I was, I was, it was crazy because I got caught up in emotions. I, I was just so excited to see a sister uh, rise mm. to that level. And we all know, you know, there's plenty of things we can critique about our uh, prosecution uh, MO. But to just see the black woman, see a black woman elevate to that level uh, in these yet to be United States was just amazing to see. And to see how much <clears throat> black women have been so loyal to the Democratic Party. So this is the ultimate payoff. They're the most loyal base in the Democratic Party. And um, to really see her uh, be affirmed like that. And uh, yeah, you know, Howard University people, they're going to be bugging probably for the next eight years or so. They, they needed a win. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but to y'all's point, man, I, 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 I wasn't because I have two black girls and I made them watch it with me. Because yeah. I wanted my youngest daughter to see that because my oldest daughter remembers uh, Barack. And it's funny, I felt those same feelings and energy. I said, man, I got to go out and sign some people up to vote. You got to get you better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then you I sat better. back on the couch. But oh, but oh, but oh, eight, I was out there, though. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's 2020, though, right, Brad? Do I mean, <laughs> the math real quick. I was a younger man. I was a younger oh, man. man. Yeah, he still did yeah. his thing, though. But I couldn't Rush. believe the, just the energy I felt. In the excitement level, which I've been mad pessimistic about politics and all that, I always have low expectations of our. How long do you think that enthusiasm is going to last? Man, if he Biden is 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 banking on to November. <laughs> I, I believe Crush, that. What did you think, bro? That's the reason why he stressed um, it out so long, as long as he can to yeah. try to. He ain't had no choice. Capital, yeah. He, he needed that boost, that motivation, oh, man, to yeah. try to get, particularly get black folks behind him after some of the slick, stupid sh that he's said here recently. Mm. Crush, what was your initial thoughts, bro? Well, I mean, to be honest, you know, my, my wife and I have had discussions about where which direction Biden could go. And we we had several different candidates in mind that I'm sure we had all heard about yeah. over time. Um, about a good four or five, I believe. Yeah. Mm. Even more. I think even more. Um, but uh, when you know Miss Harris uh, was selected, I definitely there was a, there was definitely a good feeling. I definitely felt good about it. If it was a good, it was a feeling that uh, you know there is some sense of uh, progress there, at least a, a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I mean, we are all none of us are ignorant of her uh, of her uh, career as a prosecutor. Um, yeah, we're gonna discuss that. Um, but. I feel like this is something that the Biden campaign and Biden himself probably have had. Uh, they probably, if I can wrestle with this already, yeah, um, as a as a part of their own decision. Sure. Um, and I think it came down to who was going to be most effective 
and uh, who has the most experience, ne- has the most necessary experience yeah. to fill this role. Yes. And um, and uh, and I I have to say, out of all the candidates, it had to come down to Miss Harris. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. Now you know. I also, uh, I, I'm taking another level of personal pride as a seeing the sister as a as a as a person of Caribbean descent. Oh, yeah. um, because mm-hmm. that because that last name gave it away for me from day one. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I know a million Harrises. Um, <laughs> you know, so Kamala yeah, Harris, too, so so so, Kamala, so so Kamala Harris was not unfamiliar to me. Um, um, Harris is like Groves, bro. They uh, everywhere, uh, everywhere. <laughs> so, 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 so. I mean, I, I definitely took pride in that, yes. and um, and I will say that it was hard not to notice some of the other things that happened with Miss Harris in the wake of her uh, 2000 her her, her, her presidential election bid. Um, yeah. There are some rather unique features to her um, current standing. Um, in particular, yeah. in particular contrast to everyone in the field, this woman has a hive on Twitter. Yo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know I, I was like, I was, I mean, I'm, I know I'm getting a little off topic, but this is all. No, 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 no. you're fine. You're these fine. are all, all things that, that, that really added up to me. It's, it, it, the energy was felt good, but it felt different too. Yeah. I was, yeah. I, I was like, this, this is a different kind of energy here. Um, yeah. Cause we're wrestling with someone who is, you know, not as, you know, a, a squeaky clean, quote unquote, as Barack appeared to be when he entered the race yeah. at the time that he did. Um, but I think we're, you know, I think what we're, I predict that we're going to be dealing with a level of, uh, of, of honesty or at least mm-hmm. uh, perceived honesty and candidness mm-hmm. from Ms. Harris and the whole Biden campaign if and when they win, if and when they win. Yeah. You know, I, I think you know what? I think she will definitely confront that whole 2004, 2010 yes. period. That there's no way she's going to avoid it, and I think mm-hmm. she and I think will, that's part of the reason why. You know what I'm saying, I think that's part of the reason why Biden chose her was not only her pedigree and what she's been able to do in office, mm-hmm. and we'll discuss her record here in a moment. Yeah, but the way she has been able to handle the pressure. From Man. that backlash that she experienced during that time, perfectly. When you have literally perfectly. no pressure. The, the, the overwhelming majority mm. of black folks turning on you with the level of vitriol that we have not seen going towards a black woman in a very long time. The way she mm. navigated that, I think he needed someone like her to be on yeah. her his yeah. team she, to be able to handle she, the pressure she, she that has, he's going to bring. No. Look, we call we call that woman we call yeah. that woman that we call that woman the cops, yo. <laughs> yo, yo, in, in, yo, no, in in she's, she's a, uh, a tough, a thick skin. In contrast, yeah, ahead, how Biden has been just insanely gaffing, and how when you said she's his wing woman, she's also going to be the mouthpiece. She better. Yo, you know, you know, you know what? She's gonna be the editor. Oh, because <laughs> as we yeah. all know, in fact, in the soul, we... you know, brother, that the soul of writing is in editing. All of oh, yeah. you know that, brother. You know that. You know, that. you know that, brother. You know I'm that. I'm gonna start crying now thinking about you... some of them edits. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, if, any, if anything is gonna make this, if anything is gonna make this, if anything is gonna make Miss Harris gray, gray haired, is doing edits for Joe Biden for the next oh four God. years. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. what did y'all think about some of the, some of the, I, I, I will just say some of the hate that she's received 
from us, and I say us, I say black <laughs> folks, some of the hate that she has received since the announcement came out. I was absolutely surprised. Now, now honestly, I, I knew, I felt like Joe was going to pick her. I felt like she was the most logical choice out of all the ones. I felt like she was going to bring something to the team that he desperately needed, not just the, the ability to draw in black folks because that's still up for debate, but she brings a level of toughness and a level of truthfulness and directness that I felt like he clarity. lacks and clarity. clarity. Yeah. But what I was surprised was, man, was the number of black folks that immediately just just started bashing her mm -hmm. and some of the rhetoric was disgusting really really yeah. disgusting yeah. because i'm one who feels like black women have a certain position within my own view of black culture they have a level of untouched ability there, there are certain things i won't say there's certain things i won't do certain things I won't stand for, certain things that I won't let others say or do in regards to black women, because I feel that they are that valuable to the black collective. So when I see us unpacking and begin to just attacking her in just in completely unfair manners, I feel like if you're going to talk about her record and what she did in office, I think even that should be unpacked mm -hmm. because I think there's some things that are missing. We yeah, yeah, have this idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was just I, I, I randomly locking yeah. up all see, black see, people. Yeah, yeah, see, see, that that headline always bothered me because yeah. I because I, I felt like I felt like I think we're hearing about this so much that this deserves some critical thought and analysis here. Sure. Because all we hear are the headline, the headline, the record, mm -hmm. the record, 2004, 2010. There's no detail. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. no that there, there must have been a context. To this to this period of time, and I look forward to being educated on it because it wasn't just about her; it was about California. Yeah, yeah. Who's trash all by itself? California is a whole nother piece. That's so, a whole other topic. But, a whole um, other Brother Grove, yeah. what did you think about some of the the responses to her and being nominated? I thought the lack of nuance was baffling. Mm. Mm. Average people who are not even, I would say, because I know them not really involved in the day-to-day -day political kind of conversations, yeah. jumped on that this record bandwagon with the quickness. And I would bet you my last dollar if they had an equal candidate who was a man, the vitriol mm. would be half. Mm. And still that kind of, you know, that patriarchy always mm. rears its head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of my biggest flaws. It's one of our biggest Women moments. can play into the patriarchy as well. And uh, uh, that is what I observed. I was like, we didn't even at least let us get the weekend to celebrate. Maybe Bruh, Monday we can, we, you, can we have a little joy? We didn't get to the weekend yet. <laughs> yeah, and then, I, I was disgusted. Yeah, man. I was because, And I guess that the thing is, I think we can look at her track record with criminal justice in California. I think that deserves to be analyzed and looked yes. at. I, I yes. think there's nothing wrong yes. with us doing that component. Yeah. But I think there's, there's there's something about us not being able to do that without attacking her personally. Yes. Without calling into question her blackness. Yes. Without saying, you know, all these mm -hmm. things. And I'm like, hold on, time out. Let's look at her responsibility as her role that she was in in California. What was her job? What was she required to do? 
But was the mandate? Job. What, what was the mandate? She had to do. Yeah. What was because the mandate? I think black folks think this, this idea that once we get into a position at a job that we just supposed to be black and we ain't supposed to perform our jobs no more. Yeah. Like, what was she supposed to do mm-hmm. in that position? And then look at what she was supposed to do to what she did. And then let's have a critical conversation about those things. How do, how do we go forward mm. with addressing her as the vice presidential nominee? What, what do we do? How do we navigate this? Because social media is still on fire about her being selected. What are some of the things that we can do in this moment? Exactly, because it's that damn heavy. It's I mean, that damn hard. No, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't mean to cut anybody off if anybody's about to speak, but because um, the uh, the uh, the reactions from my own people have been, uh, you know, so um, blindingly short sighted, and um, and so it's it, to me from afar, it looks like one big distraction from the truth. We have to get that fool out. Okay? We have to get that fool out. This woman's been chosen for a reason. Biden's not ignorant of her record, but he chose her for a reason. So we're here now. There's no no time machine to go back and for y'all to magically uh, do a campaign for for Abrams or Rice or, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's no, there's no Unless you have a viable solution that you want to, you know, scream about now that you think Biden's going to listen to, forget sure. about it. We're here. We got to move. We are on a mission. Mm. We're mm. on a mission, and, and and all this disgusting talk. She's not black, and her record, and all. I'm like, do do you realize that you that you're doing you're you're, you're giving Trump free marketing and promotion? You're doing it. You're doing it for him. You're doing his job for him. Yeah. Why yeah. are you doing it? Why are you doing this for him? Well, do you are you are you why are you telling me that you would rather have him than a black woman as a vice president? Why are you uh, telling me that? Yeah. And and you Brother know what? Bro. If I could add something. Um, I just Please. think this is a great opportunity for us to really have a conversation about the diaspora. Mm. We have such a limited view of black. Oh. Men. Yeah, because apparently uh, uh, people have never heard of West Indians, and um, I yes. and I, I'm the only West Indian on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. But Brother Grove, explain that part to me, bro. Because we know right now there is a a split that is attempting to be taking place within the Black community mm-hmm. between those who are aligning themselves with what they call ADOS, A D O S those who are descendants of slaves here in America, and those who have a more black nationalist, pan-African perspective of the full diaspora. Mm -hmm. Explain that point that you were making though a little bit more about the diaspora experience. Yes, so I just think we have, especially uh, the ADOS folks need to really expand a little bit because how can you discard, how can you discount Marcus Garvey? Keep going. You, you go ahead and open that list. Keep up. going. Keep going. I, I, yeah, we, I agree. I just think there's a uh, Tucson. That is our history as black people scattered throughout the world, <laughs> and we cannot um, neuter that. Have that neutered about us, and just for us to fall. I 
I thought she would get a lot of pushback because she's a woman. That happens in the record. But the but the blackness conversation. And AKA, away, unbelievable. Unbelievable. AKA from, from Howard. Howard. <laughs> and AKA. The first person from a HBCU to be on the ticket. We got to defend her ethnicity to each other. <laughs> That's troubling in so many different ways. The conditioning is so deep. Oh, it's heavy, man. It's it's always the white when you peel back a layer. But see, a that's the thing. Another. There's, there's one convenient fact that you know, ADOS may forget is that um, both of my cult, both of my cultures, were cultures that were colonized. Yes, that were, that were under imperial rule. Yes. Okay. Yes. My 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 wife my wife's homeland. Was freaking juxtaposed by France. Mm. France so, trash. so, so, you know, so, so believe me, we're all brothers and sisters when it comes to oppression. Yeah. It, 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 we're just separated by water. Yes. So we really need to learn how to motherfucking swim and get it together. I just, I just, that, that, that probably got at me the worst seeing, yeah. seeing that. I, I think that we just need to take some time, man, and, and chill. Uh, and give this a chance to kind of marinate sure. and give it a chance to see how that first debate goes against yes, Pence. Yes, yes. Oh, and then we can begin slowly, begin to look at the policies because there's nothing that we can do now about her being there. No, She's already that's, there. That's nothing to do. What, so, what is there? Nothing you can do about it. We might as well chill, let her do Wait, what she's going to do. Gonna follow, and gonna then we can make the decision we need. But let, let's transition a little bit because I want to. I, I brought Brother Grove here specifically, oh, no. man, for a number of reasons. And uh, one of the big things that we know is that churches have been shut down due to the Rona. Mm -hmm. Now, we didn't see some of the clear folk deciding that they're going to open up the church and they're going to have church <laughs> and they're going to do all types <laughs> of weird in the church, Florida. and then Rona come through and kick all the ass in the church. Florida. Uh, I don't understand, but that's clear. Florida. Clear. They're going to do what they're going to do. Uh, John MacArthur, we see you. Goodness gracious. But, Brother Grove, Brother yeah. Grove, Brother Brother Grove, as a pastor, man, <laughs> tell us how you are doing, church, man, during the pandemic. What has changed for you? Why did you feel the need to change? Where are your thoughts at? Where is your heart for the people during the pandemic? Let's talk about you as a pastor during the pandemic, bro. Well, I think it's uh, critical as Black pastors, particularly, that we have a congregational ethic, even for those who are not in our congregation, for our community. Mm -hmm. So when I saw this um, pandemic really hitting, I knew we had to make sure that uh, we, even before we made the full transition to be online, that we made sure that, I, I wanted to make sure that they visibly saw me at home taking it serious. Mm -hmm. Just because there's a reverend on the front of my name, it doesn't exempt me from Rona. Mm, mm, and I think mm. that was, I tried to, and we as a, the leaders of the church, we tried to make that public stance, invisible stance to our community, that congregational and public health is important to us. 
pleading the blood and speaking in tongues is all cool. But the Rona has no kind of discriminating factor. And I was so troubled that a lot of my friends who we, we went to these big Ivy League schools and we speak in this lexicon that nobody understands but us sometimes. And they went right back to the, we need to have faith to go to the church building. And I just think that we put our people at risk in so many different kinds of ways. So, so we made a, a conscious decision probably for the rest of the year to shelter in place as a congregation at home, just like how they used to do back in the days before we got buildings. And we watched and our everything expanded. When you say everything expanded, what, what expanded for you? Um, giving ministry people, the most important thing, people engaged in watching lessons and studies. I could never mm. get our folks to talk about why we need to talk about mental health and see therapists, but I had almost 3,000 views when we brought a therapist in to speak to us during these times. I could never get them on Sunday morning. Let's have some grits and eggs and talk <laughs> about our therapy issues. Wow. It was tuning in at home, and that taught us to really watch those trends that that's where the world was. We've been missing it, but really where the world is heading. So it sounds like you're having an even more one-on-one -on -one connection. Unbelievable. We feel I, I even more felt, so than before. I never felt disconnected with my folks in seven years until the last since March. Interesting. And I watch people who never speak now they are on the prayer line every morning, talking mm -hmm. and sharing, and uh, and really thankful that we're not in church. Right. 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 <laughs> thankful that that we're not forcing them to um, be gathering when mm -hmm. the science. You know, God and science is not always antithetical. Now, right. God and science and preachers, <laughs> science and president. <laughs> that's <another> story. <laughs> but you know, I, I have to wonder: Did uh, you know, with uh, with members of your congregation who seem to open up more this yeah. way, did it make did it make you did it make you wonder why they would seem oh almost introverted in church? <laughs> yeah, and 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 here's what I came away with: There's a idolization of the church building. Ah. It doesn't matter how big it is or how small it is, the church building becomes an idol. Some mm. people only think I can experience God's presence in a building or can accept mm. communion when somebody comes with white gloves. This mm. moment, we had to reorient and recalibrate ourselves to really, you know, when I grew up in church, they used to say, we don't come from form or fashion. Uh, all that foolishness. Yes, we did. Yeah. The best dressed people got the best seats, yada, yada, yada. Right. But in this season, in our church and a lot of other churches of my colleagues, really trying to send a message that uh, you are the way to connect with God. I mean, church sounds like a, like a safe space now yes. versus, versus an idolized building. Not watching Pastor Grove come with his bow tie. <laughs> just, it's just you. you that, yeah. I've watched quite a bit of preachers on Sunday morning have service because I get up early, I have my coffee, and I'm looking for something to entertain me for a couple hours. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. A lot of content so, out there. So there's a lot of content, and it's Whew. a whole lot of trash <laughs> ministries out there. And when I say trash mm, ministries, I'm not yeah. saying it just from a standpoint of their teaching. I'm saying their technology 
Mm. It's clear that they have not adjusted over mm. the time that they, they weren't familiar. Because remember, Zoom was something that people knew about in the corporate setting. Yes, It wasn't something that we knew about as dominant as it is now. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of people who were unfamiliar with it. So there was a lot of shaky ministries. <laughs> then you had the, the, bad, the bad technology, but then you had the bad messages. I mean, just absolutely horrendous messages. And when I say horrendous, <laughs> this is what I mean specifically. They lacked a holistic approach to the people who are watching. Oh. It was. It remained in that single lane of being squarely focused on the spiritual being, where you got folks who are essential workers ducking and dodging the Rona, trying to get the work to just make a living wage, and yeah. you worried about me not being on the live, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I'm trying to stay alive. Can we? <laughs> So I struggle with man, that. This, man. This, this, this uh, the common sense. But we have, we have a question for uh, for the for the pastor, though. Oh, yes, we do. Oh, bro, we get questions here too, man. Oh, uh, no, pastor, what did you think about the WAP video? Right? No, that's not the question, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the question. That is not the question. That ain't the question. The question is, L- pastor, two thumbs up. L- <laughs> Bro, I'm all this down for for for, 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 for Sayon. I'm writing all this down for Sayon. <laughs> the question is, Pastor, do you find any pressure to get involved with political discussions? Do you find any pressure to get involved with political discussions? If not, how do you separate yourself from it? Mm, well, I'm really come from the uh, the Black Liberation ethos when it comes to how I see the world. So. When, how I envision Jesus of Nazareth is a political prisoner from Palestine. Mm. And I see everything through that lens. Mm. So I have to, my issue is really trying to tone it down to make everything more palatable. Mm. Oh, so, so, because in our church, in our churches, we have the forums, you know, you know, I could never run for office because I can't have my record exposed. But uh, <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast. I believe a black podcast. minister, listen, a black pastor, if there's a black rabbi, black imams, we do our people a disservice with the apolitical disposition. Hmm. The black church, black religion in America in and of itself is an act of political resistance in america very very good all right so let's take it let's go ahead and switch gears we're gonna come back to the brother growth <laughs> phil your topic bro what was your topic for this week it was a great one about the clears and added again bro well um there has been a rather interesting um well and uh my first heard about this news actually i heard about this news some time ago because this has been going on for some time and it's still going on right now um, apparently, some of the large, one of the largest demonstrations for Black Lives Matter has been demonstrating in Portland, Oregon. And um, <laughs> I mean, we're talking <laughs> fifty-six nights of protests with largely white protesters 
Um, you know, talking about this is not a riot, it's a revolution. Melo got um, organized out there, don't he? <laughs> Melo went out there organized the whole city. <laughs> I mean, it was just, you know, it, it's, it's something that has been baffling a lot of people because, you know, they've been protesting fervently for Black, for Black Lives Matter from up until right now. Um, and uh, it's, it's just, I just want to see what you guys thought about that. I mean, um, wow. I mean, granted, you know, um, there's always, <laughs> always, there's always some skepticism involved, you know what I'm saying? But I'd I, 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 like to give some, I'd like to give human beings to bed the benefit of the doubt, you know there's what I mean? Crazy when you, when you say that about Portland, um, there's a professor you would love this, Mr. Bailey, uh, Judson Jeffries, he's out of mm-hmm. Ohio State. Uh, leading the African American uh, studies department out there, and he wrote a book with uh, Lucas N. N. Burke entitled "The Portland Black Panthers." What? And he traces right, the history of white progressive people, grassroots radical organizers, in their work alongside with the Black Panthers in Portland, Oregon. Hmm. So there's a. There's there, out there that's open to you know in the in the northwest almost as south but the northwest the northwest has always been way more progressive than a lot of other regions in the country more free thinkers uh gnomes as they're called uh so they're more not open. the garden not the garden gnomes no, I'm not, not, <laughs> not the garden not the garden gnomes and and, and those particular kind of white people who are not churched statistically and experientially, according to Dr. Jeffries, have always been a lot less racist. Mm. So when I see that today, I said, this must be the grandparents, the grandchildren of these radical white people who openly embraced the Black Panthers in the 60s in Portland, Oregon. I'm gonna tell you, man, I've, I've been, I've been very outspoken about white people being involved in the movement. Uh, and some of the things I have said, I have been questioning their overall intentions and motivations for being involved. Uh, but what I've is, seen is, is, is an issue. Yes. What I've seen, what I've seen hasn't removed either one of those mm-hmm. but <laughs> I've been everybody's a hop according to what everybody's a hop everybody but I've been blown away by what I've seen in Portland and some of the stuff has left me like uh, okay that's probably not the best idea but it's, it's been like yo white folks have been out there and white folks are burning shit up. You know what I'm saying? Believable. <laughs> I mean, I, I I didn't know I I didn't know how to feel. I was just like, wow, like like thanks. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of arguments now that this feels like a, like, like a spectacle. Sure. And they, and and they're, and they're enjoying and and they're just they're just enjoying being part of a spectacle that you know will never be seen again. Quote unquote. Mm, yeah. And like the sister said, white people play both sides of the chessboard. Yeah, They have the ability to do that. And I think what I would advise black folks to do in this situation is let white folks burn shit up. If they want to burn, if they want to do all those things, allow them to do that and you stand back 
organize and mobilize in the background. You know, because I don't say don't get involved. I just simply say we cannot afford to put ourselves in those particular positions because when they arrest us, that's it. We staying. That's it. We dying. They, we dying. When they arrest Becky and Tyler, yeah. they probably gonna go to the crib later on. Yeah, but you know, I, I begin to wonder if these if these uh, if these segments of people in Portland are embracing this sentiment that you know the only people that can grapple truly grapple with racism in America are white people themselves. Because that, that's the, it. yeah, that, that's been that, that's been a sentiment that's been that's been rolled out since Mister since Mister Floyd's death. You know what I'm saying? A very common sense thing, but you know, but you know, apparently we know how far common sense goes in this country. So sometimes common sense takes about a good couple of decades to sink in. Mm. So this will this this bit of common sense finally rolls out, and I feel like it's just exploded in Portland. Yeah. They, 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 they want to take all they, over the they, world, they, 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 they want to take responsibility for racism in their culture in the culture that they yeah. constructed for the sake of economic superiority facts I want to see them go in the suburbs and start burning some shit up that would blow my mind Ooh. that would blow my mind I want to I want to but and I say that not necessarily in the actual flame lighter gas type of sense. I'm saying go and have these difficult conversations at their family picnics, at their family baptisms, at their family board meetings to begin to change. Because I think that's where the power dynamic is going to shift Mm -hmm. when the old folks begin to say, okay, we're not just going to write a check to get Becky, our granddaughter, to be quiet. We're going to give up one of these boardroom seats to actually make some power moves and some actual changes within our particular corporations. Rashad, what, what are we going to do, bro? What, what, what should we be doing? What should our young people be doing? Because they're the ones out there. They're the ones that are doing the work. You ain't lying. And, I, you know, it's just, it's just so multidimensional, you know, the ways <laughs> of how white supremacy, see, the genius of white supremacy it can always clothe itself in innocence. I don't know. I wasn't there. That's not me. And it's somehow these young black people, these young black kids, are forcing the mirror on this whiteness that sometimes hides behind religion, hides behind this. And we have to be good cheerleaders. I, w- I was upset. I'm not going to call his name. I've been watching one of my heroes, five-year-old range, mm-hmm. saying, where's the new John Lewis's? Mm-hmm. And I, in the private message, says, every time you look on the camera and see those young kids out there, those black kids, that's, that's John, John Lewis. Lewis. That's Ella. That's, that's Fanny. Yes, definitely. We, definitely. Martin Luther King, we got to let him rest as an ancestor the tactics, the methods, the philosophy, even the theology, it always has to update. It does. does. Even John Lewis understood that. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's rare that a person of his generation, especially the church ones, get that. The leader has to be in the front with the Malcolm Martin uh, motif. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when we even saw him in the Jeezy video, that was, even though it was strange to see him in the video, to see all that John Lewis in the video, <laughs> but that was part of his 
understanding that Dr. King wasn't an old man when Dr. King started this. He was a very young man yes. when yes. he started, and he faced all types of opposition from what very old men <laughs> had a very certain yeah, message. He, he did not want to be them. Yo. <laughs> he did not he did not want to be them. Yo. He did not want to be them. Anything but. Yeah, he did not want to be uh, uh, someone stuck in the past. He wanted to be part of the future and, and to push that future forward. And the same advice he was given when we get that age we give, dress better, get out the streets, uh, 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 um, um, wait. And he was against all of that. And oh. him, what, what, what we often miss, even when they didn't agree ideologically, he would never denounce Stokely Carmichael. Can't find that Not publicly. No, that's Not the public. Kind of, but we, but we get up chance on the mic and can't wait to denounce these. Call them, call our own people radical. Call them everything that the right. Oh, everything. But the, the fascinating thing is, to that point. Even when our black celebrities at that time disagreed with the, the ideology of Dr. King, mm -hmm. they still wrote a check to make sure that Dr. King was going to get where he needed Fact. and everything. It's clear, it's on record that a number of our prominent, famous black celebrities did not align themselves with Dr. King's methodology. Mm -hmm. But anything Dr. King needed to get his people from one place to another. Yes. They would go do a show and write a check That's a fact. for Dr. King to get there. But something about this current, <laughs> it's a whole different type of ideology. And like the sister Kim Jones just said, they stayed on code because they were able to identify who and what the enemy was. Yep. Right now, brother, I, I don't even think we understand that. We too busy bickering back and forth, arguing back and forth about things that actually have no significance to the no progress that we're trying to No bearing on anything. No mm -hmm. bearing on anything. Mm -hmm. just, a, just a bunch of distractions and, you know, people begging for attention. People begging for glory. T.I. said, y'all gonna leave this Wakanda alone expeditiously. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, I might have shed a tear when when I seen him do that. <laughs> I shed a tear because I laughed so hard at the fact <laughs> that he actually had the audacity to even say such a thing. And, and listen, I think, I think it's great to see black celebrities taking a stand. Sure for black causes. I think that's a wonderful thing. But my biggest concern, bruh, is the fact that we do it in such a unread fashion mm. that it makes us like... It's, it more, us, it's more embarrassing than empowering. Gross, man. It's more embarrassing than empowering. But we, that's, that's part of the entertainment factor for us. Because mm. when we bicker amongst ourselves, White folks love to see black folks arguing amongst themselves, oh bro. They get a kick Man. out of that. That's sport oh. for them. Yes. yes. And we do such a great job at it. Hmm. Any final thoughts on that particular thing, man, before we transition to 
the rapid fire hot takes hot seat. Oh, <laughs> Is, are, are they legit in Portland? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's time, time will tell. I just think they have an interesting history out there. Yeah, uh, that 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 just—I just can't get my mind around it. Like, why? <laughs> and I'm always, I'm always, I'm always uh, have a suspect kind of mentality because COINTELPRO Pro is still running. And, you know, just because they got rid of the name, the program continues to go. Hmm. So we shall see. Yes, indeed. We'll see what's happening in Portland. Indeed. All right. Rapid fire hot takes, man. We throw out a name, phrase, or subject. And Rashad, you give us the first thing that pops into your mind. Uh, don't try to whitewash nothing. Don't try to dress nothing up. Don't try to put you know, nothing fancy on it. Bang, 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 bang. Give folks oh. exactly what it is, bro. Perfect. And I'm going to throw you some softballs in the beginning. Just That's to what kinda- I need. Get you, get you warmed up. I mean, I see you out there walking and everything, getting your wind out. I don't want Brandy to get mad at me, baby, because you, you're out of breath. I'm going to make sure I give you a couple softballs. All right. Stephen A. or Shannon? Shannon. First of all, Why? just because Shannon's wardrobe. <laughs> I've been tweeting about Shannon's shirt since 2008. Oh, he be clean. <laughs> Besides that, he he has a Stephen A. I happened to interview Stephen A. for AllHipHop.com, and I really got another side of him. He talked to me for a whole hour in between when he used to do first take in his radio show. Oh wow! For a whole hour, and it was and and I was always I used to be so upset with him because I hated his. I still don't agree with his political takes. Yeah, his political takes are trash. He is a company man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But always shame. did you when you interviewed him though, did you feel like that was a front or is that really who he is? That's a strategic, pragmatic stance. Okay, okay. Yeah, I okay. didn't get that in. I didn't right. get that in yeah. the article though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> next, next, next name. Let's let's keep it going. John MacArthur. I hate him. <laughs> state property versus dipset. Oh, state property. Really, not me switch because Siegel curved me because I was supposed to uh, do an interview <laughs> with him on, on 20 years. Before. I'm a rock and roll guy, you know, so, so. <laughs> uh, my man said he's gonna switch up because Siegel curved it. So sometimes it don't work out. You can't interview people. I want to do you. I used to be. I watched those guys come up when I used to be in Philly, and I yeah, watched yeah, yeah. Philly's most wanted and, and uh, um, uh, major figures. Man, me and my boys was there, so the interview him would have been an honor. Mm. He curved me that whole. Month. I'm done. <laughs> where is, where is, this is my last question, then I'm gonna give it to Crush. Where does Siegel rank in your all-time top greatest of all time lifts? Where's he at? If we're talking about favorites, he's a top fiver. Not but favorites, I, but I got That's him crazy. in the in the overall scheme. I got him in the top 20, 25 ish. He's in my top thirty, top forty. <laughs> but favorites, oh yeah, top five. Oh yeah, oh, easy, yeah. easy top five. If he drops something now, I'm gonna listen to it. Oh, bro, got to yeah. crush your turn, bro. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, god. 
I mean, shoot, being the music guy I am. Um, hmm. Let me see. Mad Lib or Dilla? <laughs> <laughs> this is a lose lose. I know. Yo, you talking about Kamala has a high. Dilla got a high. <laughs> well, that high. <laughs> Man. Uh, I'm gonna go mad lib. Mm, why? Why? Cause he's still working. Why? <laughs> he's still working. <laughs> I mean, I hate to be harsh. Yo, yo, the stuff he's doing with Freddie Gray, Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, he's awesome. Freddie, Freddie yeah. Gibbs, buddy. And I just, I, I like how he samples soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Now, I'm sorry to the Jay Diller. You know, this is high. Yeah, listen, man. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> give your email address out and all that. They gonna come for you. <laughs> the arguments they make for Diller is amazing. Yeah, it's I mean, insane, man. <laughs> I mean, Dres is the whole. Record. I always think, like, is it because he's no longer with us that we want to give him all this praise? Like he was dope, but he was dope. He, but, I can tell you what it is. Well, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. No, no, please. No, I, it was the body of work that he was accumulating up until that point. And the please. stuff that was that, the stuff that had yet to come, that, that, that was on the horizon, that you know, he was on the cusp of a, a tremendous breakthrough in his career. Oh, he sounds just like them. You know what I'm saying? He was on. No, I am. I am a dealer. I am a dealer head. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like look, 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 look. When I heard the man's, when I heard this man's tapes in Brooklyn, I was ready to throw my shit out the window. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I, I, I understand why cats feel the way that they did. It's the people he worked with, the timing, the whole atmosphere, the setting. It was, it was a lot. A lot of things were just in alignment around that dude around that time. You know what I mean? That there was not that, was, that just wasn't in alignment for other people. You know what I mean? I mean, who else had you know uh, what's those cats from uh, New Kids in the Block knocking on his door for beats in Detroit? What the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? Like so knocking on doors in Detroit. It's yeah. usually, you know, Mormons or Jehovah Witnesses. Yeah, not new kids on the fucking block. Because you're gonna lose either way with the mad lib versus yeah. not you know why I can't. Vote for Dilla because how he uh, took a tribe called Quest in a different direction. Beats, you talking about, you talking about love, movement, love movement, love movement album. Beat rhymes and life. That one when they would start making it, I I love the love movement, but that beats rhymes and life. It was like tribe called Quest light. Wait, 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 no, 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 brother, look, the love movement, the love movement was an extra level of ass, now come on now, the love movement was truly ass, yo, I'm like a tribe called Quest Stan, Beast Rhymes in Life had a certain, I mean, Fife ripped that shit though, he was hot, but I just, it didn't, they don't have one track on there that blew my mind, like when I, when I was a kid and I heard Electric Relaxation, me up off the ground, like it was cool. We <laughs> stretched out. Yeah, I deal with the church bop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, I, I apologize if I offended any of Jay Dilla's hives. Listen, man, I'm, I'm giving out your email, so I didn't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> don't hide the donut hide is no joke. All right, man. Uh, wop. 
What was it? WAP. WAP. Listen. Listen. What more can you ask for? I don't know. Y'all don't know how to y'all don't know how to receive a blessing when God gives you. (laughs) (laughs) And she, God, she, her gave us a blessing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, Yes, and the ratings go through the roof. Is the analysis that says how nasty it was. But that shows they don't know hip hop, man. But we couldn't wait to sing the whisper song. Bruh, you remember some of Biggie's lyrics, bro. Look, look, look. We can we can just go with the dudes first. Look, look, check it out. I mean, I am, you know, I'm a I'm a hip hop head to the core. So I did so I dig the crates deep. There are look, there are unreal there are unreleased records. Ugh. By some of your favorite rappers that are yes. so oh my god, like I know the label heard these. It's like, brother, what zone were you on? You cannot mm. be talking about women like this on a record. Yes. I mean, it, it, it wasn't even like they were violent, they were just really, really slick rap- like Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes oh, has one has one of the most nastiest songs over a day dilla beat you will ever hear in your life. And this is a difference. Would be nastiest. Uh, and I think it's a difference. I think uh, Cardi and Megan are celebrating and talking about pleasure, which is different. There's a difference in being Biggie could be vile. Biggie on a parental, adv- uh, with the parental advisory sticker, still they had to bleep stuff out. When you listen to "Give Me the Loot," I didn't give her. Give me the loot, bro. Yeah, dependent. Yeah. Yo, dependent, <laughs> dependent. <laughs> I yeah, said, I'm a head, so I've been dancing the loop for years. <laughs> Doodle Brown, you said. I mean, look what we came up on. Look what we came up on. I can yell. But I think the, the thing too is with this particular song, I understand why women, black women, are celebrating this particular song because for once, it's not just glorifying sex; it is actually telling men who are listening in order for you to get this yes this good thing here this is how good you got to be in order to get that and i think that's a a far cry compared to what we used to hearing when it came to women rapping about sex and it's not just a bop it's a lecture and it's the thing like it's one that's focused on them and not the man, and that's what a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes can't handle. Always when you take a we gonna have a problem with it. <laughs> Listen, yeah. especially when it comes dollar, to sex, bro. High dollar sign on that hook. Oh no. my god, bro! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, any any male voice of at all. It would have been a completely different set of, but we felt like we've been attacked. Attacked by some what? Attacked by some what? 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 You you mad about this? I, I, I'm like, where's the anger coming oh, from? You didn't see the split. You, you didn't see the split. Oh no no no! You didn't see split number. three. And then split number five. <laughs> but the only issue I had with the whole video was yeah. when, oh, bro, oh. listen, 
you all they I don't know what the intention was. I don't know what yes. the idea was behind Put allowing her to walk. Not only was she in the middle of the video, she had a long piece in that video. I was like, why is the clearance up in this joint? Why like, like who she let her in? Yes. I was like, is she about to rap? That's what it had to build up, but I was like, see, shock I didn't, factor. Shock she factor. Herself so much, I didn't even know who she was at first. Is it shock value? It's a shock value. I was like, I know it's one of them. What is it? Which <laughs> <it's> one? <laughs> one. <laughs> because of the plastic that they got to get yeah. you know, on the facial situation. I don't know who this <laughs> is. Is this Carl? <laughs> and, but, you know what's ironic? There was a there's a there was a cameo of another of another of another girl in there of a singer that I didn't recognize, but it was apparently of one of the uh most uh promising up and coming R and B singers out, yeah. out of the South right now. And yes. I had no it's idea it was her. Oh, uh, uh, Normani. Uh, yeah, apparently Mani, Normani, Mani, had, Mani, Normani Mani. had a slick at, at a slick cameo that was actually not too over the top. Yes, but I wouldn't yes. even know. Mm -mm. But, but apparently, yeah, listen, man. I don't like Meg's rap, man. I think Meg's raps is trash, bro. <laughs> this is my favorite. These these verses of her on this one has been my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hey, bro, that's, no, 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 that's, no, that's not saying much. I mean, check I, this, I mean, like, I mean, like her. What is? I mean, check this out. Oh, I, 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 okay, all right. No, 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 I mean, she she couldn't make it. Now, <laughs> well, <seriously? laughs> Brad couldn't make it. She could get. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> she could. She could get. She could get on the flight because of COVID. You know, what I mean? you know that's 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 meant but, fair. Yeah, I forgot. To be fair to make. <laughs> To Megan, I've heard her. I've actually heard her do some, some 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 pretty decent bars in different appearances. You know what I'm saying? Really? But like, but yeah, I have, I have, I actually have. I was like, damn, she can't, she can kind of get down for real when she wants to get down. This song, but this this song is for this song is for commercial consumption. Yes. I could tell, I could tell that in the way she was writing it. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying I'm like, because like, gonna I'm, be able to play that on the radio though. I'm how, not, do you, how do you play that I'm, on the radio? Because the radio was different now. Satellite radio and, oh, and, and TikTok or what? Oh, right? okay. Satellite radio. They ain't playing that Wait, on Power ninety nine or you know what I mean. Not like. Oh yes, they are. One oh two. They better. They better. They better. Play. The edit is still mad racy. Yeah, the, edit, edit, the, edit, is, the edit doesn't help much. They have to edit it again. Ninety seven. That thing on a loop out here. Look, look, I remember I remember I remember catching the radio that would get edits of songs, they didn't have to edit again. Yep. And this is gonna be right. that case. A, a second edit of an already edited song. It's gonna have to happen and it's gonna make sales go through the roof. They're gonna edit it like 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 how BET be edited in Harlem Nights. <laughs> <laughs> because it, and that's a great analogy. It's so tough. I can't stand when they do that shit. It's so wrong. That is so wrong. <laughs> Just play one big commercial because the way y'all cutting it up. See, just, see, see, that's wrong. not that, that's not that's not editing, man. That that's butchery. But, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. But, but they got an opportunity with that's mutilation, song, man. That the things that they can do with this dog on song, the way they can remix this song, they can make yo dollar after dollar. Yo, let's genius. look at some of the names you can just put on this dog on song. Genius, yo. Yo, I, yo, yo, I'm telling you, if they if they get if they get if they get what's his name? 
If they get what's his name to redo it, um, um, London on the track, or 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 one of those, you know, one of those trap dudes to to redo this joint and throw and throw another new girl on there, or the city, or the, or the city girls. Buddy, it's a rap. It's a rap. Yeah. It's a rap. It's a rap. A city girls remix by itself, it would be a rap. Because folks talk It'd about rap. If you've ever seen a city, city girls. girls. Video, Son, <laughs> hold, my, hold my pearls. Give me a homework assignment. Wait a minute. Is there something that will even make L blush a little bit? No, no, no. We ain't doing that. that that's just for the, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for the podcast. You know, I got I got an image of old here. <laughs> I, I don't know. Old. Where's your copy of that City Girls album? Where's your copy? but ladies and gentlemen this has been the in the black podcast man i thank you guys for tuning in before we leave i want to offer the good brother our special guest rashad uh, the opportunity man to drop thoughts wisdom man anything you would like to say to the people man uh and then once you're done with that please follow up and let people know where they can find you where they can follow you um and Please. Not to be biased, I am someone who he's probably the only preacher that I pay attention to now. This uh, <laughs> is legitimately authentic. Uh, I've had conversations offline with him, man, and it's been really, really dope. He has emulated what I believe a black pastor should be. He actually has a holistic approach for not only men, but he's definitely in love and holding up women and he has a wonderful view of the black family so i appreciate this brother deeply for what he does in the ministry and i'm glad he joined us tonight before he starts tearing up and his head gets any bigger with my praise <laughs> the floor is yours brother yo what an honor to to, to come talk to y'all man it was an honor you guys are doing what we need to what black media is supposed to do inform and be intelligent you uh you rise to the standard of your moniker and uh, i just appreciate being on there with y'all you can catch me on all the social medias at the groveness i wasn't cool enough to get it in there like how y'all got it in there so <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we should have hooked him up. Damn, that's all that was like, can we restart? Can we restart? I'm gonna put my Twitter handle. Man, we we owe you another. We owe you that one, man. But listen, I just want to thank y'all for having me on, man. This has been great. This has been great. Thank you. Good time, man. Looking forward to having you back. I know people usually say that as a nice platitude to people, just make them feel good. You coming back? We coming back, Yo, yo, when they when they had the remix with the city girls, please have me back. Final thoughts, bro. Oh man, um, I just want everyone to uh please stay on mission. Um, we have something, uh, we, we have a uh, a new chapter to open to, to open and another chapter to close finally. Uh, so let's stay, let's, uh, let's stay focused. Uh, let's vote and, um, you know, let's, uh, let's protect our sisters, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and stay safe out there and, uh, and stream my new album, my new instrument album, Bokeh on Spotify. Stream my man shit, please. (laughs) Hey man, uh, 
for me, uh, I am deeply uh, entrenched in making sure that Black folks are practicing self-care during this time. Um, mm. It's not just simply the Rona that we are dashing and dipping and dodging. It is racialized trauma that we've experienced by taking things in by the things we've watched. Mm -hmm. It's the media giving us so much propaganda that it's difficult for us to navigate through what is real and what is fake. I think it is important and crucial for us to take some time away mm -hmm. from social media and do something fun, man. Yeah. Laugh at something outside of TikTok. Yeah. Uh, do something that is actually going to be uplifting and rejuvenating your body, your mind, and your spirit. So self-care, man, is what I'm heavy on. I really need folks, Black folks, to be taking care of themselves at a the difficult time. Uh, this has been the In the Black podcast. I have been your host, Elgin Bailey, with my good friend, Crush, killing it as always. And our very special guest, man, Pastor Grove, has come through. I didn't call him Pastor Grove, Brother Grove, <laughs> Lord Grove, Lord Grove, brother. It has been a pleasure, man, having you guys on, man. And remember, you can catch us on all social media platforms, man. In the Black Podcast, we are on everything. Yes, yes, we are. Only fans. I told y'all earlier, we are not on only fans. No, no, we 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 uh we, we got rid of that. <laughs> they, 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 they they wouldn't accept the the, the stock option request. So option, we, we, you know, we, 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 if you if I can't if I can't get a percentage, we going swing. We going need the money. Nah, nah. The moniker was. Nah. But man, find us, subscribe to us, like us, share us. Until next time, man. We are the In the Black podcast. We are informed, intelligent, and in, in, the, in black. the black. Peace. We out. This is, this is the In the Black podcast. In the Black, bro. It's down one of the best podcasts I ever heard, though. I love y'all. Breakfast, what up? I'm Breakfast. Listen, in the black podcast, think y'all lad, it's all facts. You don't like that? The fall back. In the black podcast, don't talk trash. Switch fast if you ain't raw, then you're whack. Intelligent elements always relevant. Not for the weak and delicate. This is eloquent excellence. We are setting the precedence. Rest of them are excrement. In the black podcast, the truth like the testament. Don't know, black up e bro, man a specialist. No what the podcast broadcast, y'all mess with this. Like said they my cheat, who no do it so effortless. I listen them, I learn when them listen them, my benefit. Report current event, everything that is prevalent. This is so exquisite, the scientific experiment. Giving you the news, not views without evidence. Telling you the truth, sentiments without embellishments. Relax, these are the facts, bringing them to your residence. In your house and your tenement, listen to hear intelligence. Body filled with Melanin power that's so unsettling Bright in the stars bringing some light back to the desolate In the black podcast that your land is all facts You don't like that before fact In the black podcast they fucked up Who knows they watch black up here Chat me young In the black podcast that your land is all facts You don't like that before fact In the black podcast we all lost They will let them count None of them can't trust